What's shaking fire nation? JLD here, and welcome to episode 1918 of EO Fire, where I chat with entrepreneurs on fire seven days a week. And it's time, Fire Nation, to accomplish your number one goal in 100 days. Visit thefreedomjournal.com. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Doug McCormick. Doug, are you prepared to ignite? Prepared to ignite, John. Episode 1918. Can't wait. Doug possesses a lifetime of experiences as an investment banker, investor, and entrepreneur that make him an authority on how you can create financial independence and accumulate real wealth. Doug, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Hey, John. Thanks so much for the intro. Uh, As you can tell, uh, I'm by all those various jobs, I'm relatively old and a bit of a journeyman. Um, I've had a bunch of different careers. I started out in the service in the Army um, and concluded that was a great um, experience, but not going to be a career for me. And so transitioned out into business school at Harvard and did investment banking for a while, which, again, I concluded was a great experience. I learned a ton, uh, but but decided I was um, more interested in the buy side. And so I joined a, a private equity firm for several years and then ultimately became an entrepreneur almost by accident uh, as I started my own investment firm with a couple partners um, about 12 years ago. And so I've, I've basically been involved in the investment business for the last 20. Uh, absolutely love it. Lots of opportunities to be creative and challenge yourself. You get to meet great entrepreneurs along the way. Uh, having said that, lots of opportunity for failure. And so it, it can be a humbling experience. Um, on a personal side, uh, married two uh, children that are rapidly approaching adulthood. Um, I'm active in the veteran space, given my Army experience, and an avid uh, college wrestling fan, uh, outdoorsman, and hunter. Love all of that. And Doug, I guess my one question would be, what with all of what you just shared is your current area of expertise? Like, What do you think really separates you from the best knowledge-wise? I've got really deep experience in investing, um, and I think the kind of investing I do, which is private equity, is less about identifying mispricings in the market and more about um, helping people build quality businesses that are durable and can sustain long-term value. Um, And I'm very passionate about how to apply some of those skills uh, to individuals' personal financial decision-making. So what would you say is something that we as entrepreneurs typically don't know about that area of expertise that you've acquired that would be really helpful for us to know? Yeah, I think there are a couple things uh, that I see entrepreneurs um, often misprice, if you will. And the first is that for many of us, especially young folks, labor is by far and away the most important asset that we have. And if you think about your labor as an asset and the lifetime opportunity to generate income from that asset, it kind of really just changes the way people think about their career decision making. And you begin to um, ask questions like, how does this choice impact my lifetime earnings or my brand or my skill set? And less about, you know, how much am I going to make this year? And so I think that mindset is very important. I think the other thing I see frequently is, Um, the real juice in entrepreneurship is not about the income you create as an entrepreneur year to year, but it's about building a business that will not only survive, but can thrive without you. And if you do that, you can sell the business at exit or when you decide to leave. And that's where the real juice, that's where the real wealth creation is. Doug, let's talk about what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. I mean, you've had a lot of great moments throughout the years, but what's the worst? What's the lowest of the low? Tell us that story. 
Uh, so, so John, um, the, the good news, bad news about the investment business is I have many low <laughs> points. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a business where if you're batting more than 500, you're doing pretty well. Uh, so I'll give you uh, maybe a couple. Um, the first is I've made the mistake of buying bad management teams for cheap prices. Um, and so, for example, I've gotten involved with uh, really nice businesses. They have a nice business model. They're growing in a nice market. Um, and I thought I could price that um, opportunity very attractively. And ultimately, um, what I concluded is the team was pretty mediocre. We ultimately did the deal. And for the next several years, um, it was absolute uh, pain in terms of working with a team that was not aligned with us um, and also uh, you know, really trying to implement change with a team that wasn't up to the task. And so you know, I think the big takeaway for me on that one is um, really hard – uh, to price something cheap enough if you don't have a good team. And the numbers that a company produces in terms of its financial metrics don't just happen. They happen because there's a team behind it. And and the real important part of the game in my business is evaluating good teams. That last point, it's important to evaluate good teams. Would that be your biggest takeaway? I mean, what is the one takeaway that you want to make sure that we get from your worst moment from that story? Yeah, that I think um, investing in entrepreneurship and business in general, the numbers are a good way to keep score, but the numbers are not the game. The game is getting everybody aligned, getting everybody on the same page in terms of your strategic vision, and then getting the organizational capabilities to go execute. And so it's about building a team and you know uh, working as a team. So Doug, you've had a lot of great ideas over the years. I mean, you've had some bad ideas, let's be honest, but you've had some great ones too. You've had those aha moments. What would you say is one of the greatest aha moments that would make a really good story for us right now? Take us to that idea. Tell us that story. Yeah, so um, I have a, a an aha moment that has been a little bit of a recurring theme. And so I am an old economy investor. So I'm investing in mostly business-to-business industrial products and services companies. Um, when we purchase a business, we're buying with um, a fair amount of leverage or, or debt. And for the most part, these are relatively uh, slow-growing businesses, uh, certainly compared to the new economy, you know, uh, the entrepreneurial startup economy. And so um, one of the things that we've done very successfully is find old economy businesses that are benefiting from new economy change. And I really think this is an interesting approach because it allows you to participate in a very exciting secular growth opportunity and the benefit of in- innovation. And it's often a lot cheaper and a lot more business risk. And so, for example, you know, as everybody knows, e-commerce is dramatically changing uh, the way that distribution occurs in, in every supply chain from things like imports from Asia, Amazon, you know, even home delivery um, for food through Uber. And what we've done is we've tried to take advantage of this by investing in all kinds of old economy distribution businesses, things like industrial containers, aircraft parts, uh, conf- consumable food service supplies. And all these businesses are you know, also changing rapidly because that changing supply chain. And it's a really an opportunity in our mind to change a, a sleepy warehouse business into a business that competes on um, managing a very complex supply chain and the data associated with that, which to this point really hasn't been available. Um, and so that's, a, in our mind, a really interesting recurring theme. You know, you find that secular trend and you find a contrarian or secondary way uh, to play it. 
what do we take away from this? Like us as entrepreneurs, what can we take away from that idea that you have from that vision that you saw? My big takeaway is, um, I think when people talk about entrepreneurship, a lot of times everybody gets enamored with the big, bold opportunities. So the Facebooks of the world, and those are magnificent and great opportunities. But for many entrepreneurs, it's a much smaller opportunity with a much lower risk profile. And so it could be, you know, a smaller business in your hometown. It could be um, you worked for a real estate company and now you're going to go start your own real estate company. And, you know, candidly, that's never going to be um, a Facebook or a Google opportunity, but your probability for success, the probability that you can create a good life for yourself and have a business that's uh, durable and saleable at the end of your career is relatively high. And so on a risk adjusted basis, I think that's really compelling. Doug, what are you most fired up about today? Like what gets you excited right now? you may be able to resonate with this. I am really uh, fired up about veteran entrepreneurship right now. Um, And I serve as the chairman of a a nonprofit called Bunker Labs. And this is a veteran service organization with a mandate to uh, inspire, educate, and connect veterans with the right resources so that they can pursue entrepreneurship or at least evaluate it. And uh, I've been involved with the, the organization for a little more than two years, and I'm just so inspired by what they're doing, not only for the veteran community, but entrepreneurs in general. Um, and it's a relatively young organization. Um, it's about three years old. Uh, they're in 16 locations across the country, and I think doing great things for America's veterans, but also promoting entrepreneurship in America in general, which I think is a huge uh, service to the country. Well, I can get fired up about that. So thank you for your service, Doug. And thank you for what you do. And Fire Nation, if you think... Yeah, thank you. Thank you. If the Doug's been dropping value bombs so far, you're right. And guess what? More coming in the lightning round when we get back from thanking our sponsors. The start of a new year is a great time for new beginnings. And what does that mean for business owners? That now is a perfect time to make sure your accounting is in order because when your accounting is in order, you get to skip the headaches hunting for old receipts and trying to get paid on past due invoices. And lucky for you, there's FreshBooks. FreshBooks makes ridiculously easy cloud accounting software for self-employed professionals that allows you to take pictures of receipts and upload them to the cloud with their mobile app, send professional-looking invoices in seconds, and accept online payments, which helps you get paid an average of two times faster. FreshBooks also helps you score daily wins in your battle against paperwork, including those mountains of receipts, unpaid invoices, untracked billable hours, and all the other administrative things none of us have time for. To receive your free 30-day trial, no credit card required, visit freshbooks.com slash fire and enter entrepreneurs on fire in the how did you hear about us section. That's freshbooks.com slash fire. Building a business is tough work, so tough that we sometimes let important things get pushed to the back burner, like our personal health. If you're like me and ready to make personal health your priority, then you should check out 8Fit. 8Fit turns working out and eating healthy into the easiest thing on your to-do list. First, they have an app that provides short, effective workouts that are perfect for squeezing into any schedule. All it takes is 20 minutes or less, and you don't even have to have equipment, so you can do them at home or on the road. And what about eating healthy? 8Fit has meal plans that are tailored to you and your goals and customized down to the ingredients. The end result, you get a plan that meets your exact nutritional needs. Start building habits for a healthy lifestyle today, visit www.8fit.com. 
dot com slash fire to claim a special JLD listener discount on an eight fit pro membership. That's www.thenumber8fit.com slash fire. Doug, are you ready to rock the lightning rounds? Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Balance sheet. I didn't realize the consequences of some of the decisions I made early in life um, as an active duty soldier, got married, young kids, went to business school, incurred a lot of debt. So my job number one was paying off debt before I, I moved out on the entrepreneurial risk curve. What is the best advice you've ever received? Time horizon is a competitive advantage. Uh, I think most people, most investors think about things, if they're thinking long term, it's often a year or less. And I try to force myself into making decisions around five and 10 year payoffs. And I think you, if you do that, you really uh, change the kind of decisions you make. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I'm a list guy. Um, so I make a list every morning and I work hard to put on that list the things that are important rather than the things that are timely. And I find when I don't make my list, I take care of all the timely stuff and, and never get to the important stuff. Recommend one internet resource. So I like uh, a site called theinvestorpodcast.com, uh, known as The Investor Podcast. They have a great series called We Study Billionaires. Uh, it's a very highly rated um, you know, kind of investment financial services uh, podcast, and they review great books, and they get uh, interesting investment uh, kind of gurus or, or authorities on there. Uh, and they really cover all the broad-ranging topics of the day. So today it's about you know Bitcoin, Warren Buffett, Fang stocks, hedge fund investing. So it's a pretty interesting resource for for someone like me who's interested in that those markets. And how often do they publish episodes? They're about weekly. Recommend one book and share why. Out of full disclosure, this is a um, written by a friend of mine. Um, his name's Mike Irwin, and and it's also co-authored by Ray Kethledge. Uh, it's called Lead Yourself First. And Mike is a social entrepreneur, uh, and he started two nonprofits. And the premise of the book is that they study great leaders in history, like General Eisenhower, Martin Luther King, and they've interviewed some, some current day leaders. And essentially, the premise of the book is that these leaders used solitude, you know, quiet time for reflection as an important aspect of their leadership and a source of creativity, clarity, balance, and moral courage. And I'm a kind of a history buff, so I really enjoyed the, the history aspect of it. Uh, but it was a fun read. And I think personally, so timely in an environment like today where technology continues to rob us all of the quiet time we have, um, it was helpful for me in terms of being more thoughtful and proactive about uh, controlling the amount of interaction I have and forcing uh, quiet time for myself. Fire Nation, when's the last time you've taken a step back and just breathed and just like thought and just given yourself space? I mean, you know, we live in this world where it's just announcements everywhere, notifications, dings, beeps, dongs, you name it, it's all happening all the time. No wonder why we're not coming up with original thoughts or like really having some deep, deep thinking. And that's where all the magic happens. That's where all the good ideas have. So give yourself that time every day for the opportunity. Just give yourself the space. Now, Doug, I want to end on fire, brother, with you giving us a parting piece of guidance and then letting us know where we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye. You know, first of all, I guess I'd say uh, from my perspective, watching um, a number of entrepreneurs sell their business, entrepreneurship is not only a lot of fun, but in my view, it's the surest way to financial security. 
you get to pay yourself more. You can generate better returns on your own capital. The tax code is is helpful um, or advantageous for this. And if you do it well, ultimately you sell your business. And even if you decide not to start a business, um, thinking like an entrepreneur as you manage your career and you think about yourself as selling your labor is a really important concept. And that's what I try to bring home in, in uh, the book I published, uh, which is called Family Inc., Using Business Principles to Maximize Your Wealth. Um, and that you can find more about that, uh, obviously, at Amazon or Family Inc. That's F-A-M-I-L-Y-I-N-C.com. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with DM and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And of course, head over to eofire.com and just type Doug in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore, and... I just want to say, Doug, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Hey, John. Thanks for having me on. Love the show. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Doug today, and make sure you're checking out our free podcasting course so that you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast, freepodcastcourse.com. I will catch you there, or I'll catch you on the flip side. 8Fit turns working out and eating healthy into the easiest thing on your to-do list. Start building habits for a healthy lifestyle today. Visit www.8fit.com slash fire to claim a special JLD listener discount on an 8Fit Pro membership. That's www.the8fit.com slash fire. The new year is a perfect time to get your accounting in order with FreshBooks. See why over 10 million people are using FreshBooks to get organized, save time, and get paid faster. Start your free 30-day trial at freshbooks.com slash fire and enter entrepreneurs on fire in the how did you hear about us section. That's freshbooks.com slash fire.